aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10 4. tonight. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. It's, uh, you know, one of those races that I think uh, is part of the foundation of NASCAR, and winning it last year meant a lot to me. And Darlington has done a great job in, in bringing that story, conversation, you know, back in, and it's been a great weekend to kind of have those those throwback uh, conversations and styles. NASCAR Live is presented by Procore Construction Management Software. Reduce rework and finish jobs faster with Procore. And brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. From the Motor Racing Network Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew with you here in Bojangles week on Motor Racing Network. We are headed into the Bojangles Southern 500. And on this show, we will preview this weekend's race at Darlington and wear a win at the Lady in Black ranks with some drivers. We'll look at some of the paint schemes we'll see this weekend. We'll talk about them. You can see them at MRN.com as we get ready for yet another throwback weekend in the PD region of South Carolina. Kids around the country are headed back to school. We asked drivers their memories of summer ending and school starting. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is getting back into the race car this weekend for the Xfinity Series race. He talked with his crew chief ahead of his big return. We'll have all of that and a lot more. But first, Hannah Newhouse is here to catch us up with all the latest in NASCAR Nation. Hannah? With the Cup drivers enjoying their last off weekend of the season, there were a lot of vacation pictures from Kyle and Samantha Bush, who went to the Bahamas, to Joey Logano playing chauffeur at a friend's wedding. Lots of different things going on for the Cup drivers. One super interesting off weekend that we covered last week was Landon Castle, who was flying to France to compete in a half Ironman. You know, I'm, I'm just looking forward to getting through it and kind of getting to that finish line, not really putting any timing expectations because I've, I've put myself on a lot of pressure before to, to make some personal bests and things like that, and that's not at all what this race is about for me um, because next year um, in 2020, I really... I'm seriously considering doing a full Ironman, and I want to do it right, and I want to really be fit for it. I want to be fast. I want to do a lot of training for it. So I kind of wanted, I didn't want to put a lot of pressure on myself to, to go set any records for this one. Landon did better than just get through it. He competed the 1.2-mile swim, 56-mile bike ride, and 13.1-mile run in 5 hours and 14 minutes, and finished within the top 5% overall. A big congrats to Landon on a fantastic job. Brett Moffitt won the Gander Outdoor Truck Series race at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, meaning the seven remaining playoff drivers have one more shot to lock themselves into the next round. The field goes from eight to six playoff drivers, and currently the regular season champion, Grant Enfinger, is sitting on that sixth spot. Well, we don't need anything stupid putting us in a in a dire situation for Vegas. Uh, like you mentioned, that's a, the, the cutoff race of the, of the, of the playoffs uh, this first round, and obviously everybody's really aware of that. And I, I mean, obviously the, the mile and a half are a big part of the Gander Outdoors Truck Series. I feel like a little bit of that will, will transfer to Homestead. Not a whole lot. If we can find one or two things that help, help us for Homestead, it'll obviously be worth it. But uh, our mile and a half program has been pretty strong on our 98 team, so hopefully we can uh, we can carry that on to Vegas. And don't forget, it's Bojangles Week on MRN as we get ready for Darlington and all the 90s throwbacks we can handle. Drivers have been unveiling their paint schemes for months, and you can see all the paint schemes for this weekend at MRN.com, including an MRN 50th anniversary paint scheme that will be in the race. 
Follow MRN on social media at MRN Radio to see all the throwback fun the entire crew will be having this weekend. Thank you, Hannah. Coming up, we've got a backtracks from last year's Bojangles Southern 500 as we ramp up for this year's and later. We'll talk back to school. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic, who's the greatest of all time? For my money, it's Progressive's home and auto bundle. It literally saves you money. Gentlemen, your thoughts. Look, it's simple. I've said it before Boys and I'll say it again. And all the heroes Show take a win to zeros. And what you got? Show you a big trophy of me saying no I told you so. I disagree. Thanks, fellas. Took the words right out of my mouth. There's really no debate. Progressive Home and Auto Bundle is a winning combination. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Dealing with car problems? At AutoZone, we've got the free services you need to help you get back on the road. Like our AutoZone Rewards Program. Members get a $20 reward every time they spend $20 or more five times. And if you're looking to reward your engine, start with regular oil changes. They help protect and lubricate your engine parts and keep it running smooth. Visit us at AutoZone.com and start the job fast with free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. We take a quick trip down memory lane with the backtracks from last year's Bojangles Southern 500 next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. MRN's Classic Races. Labonte gets crushed up. Labonte goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches. Labonte spun across the line and got the win. Spanning 50 years of NASCAR racing. Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach. And the action will be fast and furious. Legendary voices. Legendary races. Daryl, simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell you. MRN's him. Classic Races. Available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast provider. He did, he did touch. No, he knocked the hell out of me. Hey guys, Corey Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Ma on the Sunday Money Podcast. As we talk racing. What happened in California? Like, what was, uh, you know. Like yeah, they all sat in a pit road waiting for one guy to be the sacrificial lamb, and none of, nobody wanted to do it. And just life. Did you fall in love on TV? No, definitely not. I could not. Plus, you never know who might stop by. Young Ryan Blaney's here with something in his hand. I brought you our script because you guys are like our show, so. It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. <laughs> Whelan would like to congratulate Christopher Bell and his number 20 NASCAR Xfinity Series Joe Gibbs Racing Pit Crew for the win at Road America Saturday afternoon. They are the Whelan trusted to perform pit crew of the week. While running second, Bell pitted with 14 laps to go. Are they going to wheel around to the left side of the car? Remember, the right side up against the pit wall, the left side out toward the race course. Very smooth on the left side. First can of Sunoco fuel already going in. The jack pumping up the right side of the car. Second can going in. Left right side tires going on. And Christopher Bell down and away the first to come into pit road. A timely caution two laps later cycled Bell back to the front and on to his sixth win of the season. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. As we head into Darlington and get ready for this year's Bojangles Southern 500, let's get a quick refresher from last year with an MRN Backtracks. All right, first stage and second stage, 100 laps each, 500 miles here. Take care of your tires here the first few laps. Make them last. And uh, we'll see what happens with cautions as first stage. It goes from there. 10-4. Have a good night, guys. Here's the field at the line. The green flag is in the air, and the Bojangles Southern 500 is underway. Ready. Bring them real slow, Kevin. Real slow. We'll check here. Green flag rolling, rolling, rolling. All rolling now. All rolling. Wow, how quickly things go awry here at Darlington Raceway. We talked all weekend about tire fall-off, the coarseness of this racetrack, the difficulty in managing tires. Too tight everywhere. Therefore, that'll be good for later. Not bad, I just, that's the balance I have. I can't run high in three and four very well. Therefore, right now, Kevin Harvick is running in the sixth position. 15 to go here. Get for me, Timmy. You know that Oscar Mayer soon. No pressure out back. 14 more. My Oscar Mayer had a treat that really something good to me. That was what you were thinking, right? I'm, I'm it. Stage one complete in the Bojangles Southern 500. That splitter sparked pretty good the first two or three laps. Just so you know, I think that's some of 
I don't know. It may be some of the tight. You feel the first couple laps and it goes away, but it, it sparks getting into one, off of two, and then back into three. The tightest at the end of the run. Definitely. It should help then. Back at Darlington Raceway, Bojangles Southern 500 completing stage number two. Three more laps, we gotta go. Four here. One more, Kevin. One more. Coming to the green checker. Wait, that worked out there. Yeah, I'm sorry. We had no idea it was going to fall off that bad. It was like we got to a certain point and it just tanked. 42, he won by 12 seconds there. Yeah. With the 51 passing us, it's definitely, definitely the wrong wrong deal there, but um, I don't know what we need to do. We, got, we lost rear grip there. Still won't turn. We're Kevin Harvick now has come to second. Harvick was the first to come on to pit road way back on 244. So that was 20 laps to go. I said pit this time. Couldn't hear you. I didn't hear nothing. We'll pit this time. That's four. Yeah. I hear you. Timmy, I'm on the main radio. I said pit this time two laps ago. Everybody down here heard me. I, I, I did and he did. Trouble, turn number four, Ryan Newman's in the wall. Clint Boyer comes piling in. Jeffrey Earnhardt gets a piece of the action as well. Stay high, watch for you, watch for you, in front of you, in front of you, in front of you. Back it down, back it down, back it down, back it down. Low, 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 low. Real low, real low, real low, real low. There you go. That pace car's got you. All right, well, he should be the lucky dog. And there's three on the late lap here. Brad Keselowski gets it done at the track too tough to tame. He tames Darlington. All right, that'll do it. Good job, man. Really good job on pit road tonight, guys. A lot of adversity this week. Appreciate that effort. And uh, everybody did a really good job. Ah, uh, that was Brad Keselowski taking the checkered flag at Darlington in 2018. Will he repeat and get that number two in victory lane again? We'll all find out together this weekend. Coming up, drivers tell us what going back to school meant for them and their racing careers early on. And later, we'll talk throwback paint schemes. I have big news. That Bojangles is now adding melty cheddar pimento cheese to their Cajun filet biscuit? Uh, yeah. Bojangles made the perfect biscuit even perfecter. How'd you know? You're eating one right now. Mm. Good point. Two southern greats that taste great together. Try Bojangles Cajun Filet Biscuit with our new pimento cheese. Only here for a limited time. Bojangles, it's bow time, y'all. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. It's back to school time, and we asked the drivers how they felt back in the day next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments, experience realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We continue on this week's NASCAR Live. It is that time of the year, friends, when summer is officially over and a new school year begins. We asked drivers what going back to school meant for them and how it affected their racing. Some even said 
School took a back seat. Austin Dillon to the outside, and the legendary number three of Richard Childress goes to the lead. It was cool. I had a really good high school that let me leave on Thursdays. I got a lot of extra work in, one-on-one um, -on -one work with teachers at the school, Side Country Day. They took good care of me, and but we would leave on a lot of Thursday after schools and then head to the racetrack for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and be back home for Monday class. And 23-year-old Ryan Blaney will score his first career win here at Pocono Raceway today. I would go to, you know, when it was... Um, I was in high school and things like that. You know, I was racing late models a bunch and, and uh, some other stuff, some can stuff. So back to school, you know, I wouldn't be able to go to as many of my dad's races. I mean, obviously, if I had a race, then, then yeah, I, I'd miss a little bit. But that was just kind of part of it. You know, heck, I was, I did online school my senior year just because they, there were some days in school that they weren't going to allow us to miss, and then we couldn't miss some of these races uh, that I was in. So we uh, we did the online thing, but. Uh, it affected going to the track with dad, but it, it didn't affect uh, affect my race. My school was always nice, was always pretty lenient. As, as long as I got the work done, you know, they would let me miss some days. Across the line, and Alex Bowman has picked up the win in the Camping World 400. So I, it was pretty typical for me to miss like the first week of school because I'd be racing somewhere doing some big summer event. So um, that was that was pretty normal, but. Uh, just something, something I had to deal with. He leads and he leads by a bunch. William Byron told us he would win tonight, and indeed he does. William Byron is the winner at Iowa Speedway. Oh, it's tough. I mean, anytime you're balancing school and, and racing is tough, but, um, you know, it's just part of it, I, I think. And, uh, you know, I try to just um, try to try to balance it all, which is challenging, but it's all about time management, managing your school schedule during the week, and I still do that, so just about time management, really, and trying to do the best job you can there. You can't ever let your job, which is racing for me, suffer, so I never let anything get in the way of that, so that's the primary goal. You know, if, if I started to not perform on the track, that'd be an issue, so um, luckily that's, you know, there's probably been one time in my career where I felt like I got the two a little mixed up, but overall, it's just, it's on me to kind of manage that. Kevin Harvick, he's got two car links on Martin Truex Jr. Checkered flag in the air. Um, we have a lot going on. And, you know, in the end, though, he's got to get home and get to bed. Because <laughs> he's way out of whack. He is, uh, he is definitely not in, in, in school form. So uh, we're just, we're staying close to home. We, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and have a lot of things planned. But they'll be in the morning. Um, because we have to get to bed um, because staying up till 9, 10 o'clock, traveling around the country is, is not going to be good for Monday morning school. So we'll, uh, we'll make sure that, that he's prepared for school and he knows that and you know we've, we've had fun and, and so I think that the reality of the situation when he has to actually wake up and go to school is, is when it's not going to be okay. So we'll see how that goes. It meant the uh, the fun summer series of racing was coming to an end. It meant the uh, the fun summer series of racing was coming to an end, and um, school was going to take it back away from my racing. So um, no, but in all honesty, just was it the turning point that we knew it was uh, like I said, the racing was somewhat winding down from the midweek shows that I'd run, whether it was Mondays and Tuesdays at the summer shootout or, or Atlanta on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and traveling to some other state on Fridays. Uh, a lot of that gets cut down when school starts back up. You know, for the majority of the time school or not, I was in the shop probably 10 hours a day no matter what, so just made it uh, one more thing, I had to make sure I came into a 24-hour period. Ryan Priest, back across the stripe, taking this afternoon's U.S. I miss school a lot due to illness. <laughs> no, I, I got out of school quite often. It was, uh, my priority was racing. You always had to get your work ahead of time, make sure you weren't falling behind for sure. That was always like the Speed Week's go-to, was get your homework ahead of time and submit it during the week. We've been waiting for Suarez to appear in the top five. Why do we say that? Because he was so good all weekend long. That was difficult, especially for someone like me. That I don't come from a racing family. I went to school all the way to college until uh, I moved here. So so I was just doing a regular life, you know, and trying to, to get up, you know, on my game with my classes to be able to leave early some of the weekends and stuff like that. So. I would say it was very tough, but uh, somehow I, I was able to manage and uh, manage it and make it work. Coming up, we talk throwback paint schemes and what to expect from the entire throwback weekend at Darlington with Steve Post. And later, we preview the Bojangles Southern 500.
I'm Matt DiBenedetto, driver of the number 95 Procore Toyota Camry. On race day, you can save a ton of fuel by drafting in the pack, but you'll never win if you don't stay up on the wheel. It's like in the construction business. You can either keep up with the competition or leave them in the dust with the Procore Construction Management Platform. Whether you're a GC, specialty contractor, or owner, Procore's software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. To learn more, visit Procore.com. This is one of the greatest days of racing. A picturesque setting for a racetrack, one of the best that we go to throughout the course of the year. You know when you come here, you're probably going to see things happen that you will not see anyplace else. Oh, my Campgrounds are full, the fans are filing into their seats, and we are just about ready to get things going. Awesome to be here this place. We've sold out once again this year. It's going to be an exciting one here today. Plan your weekend at a Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race today by visiting nascar.com slash tickets. Which paint schemes will you see on track this weekend? Steve Post and I discuss the big ones next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. Wayne's Nation, your go-to for Wayne Sprint Car Talk, news and information. Find all the episodes of Wayne Nation on your favorite podcast platforms. Steve Post, Ashley Stremme, and Aaron Evernham. Go in-depth with the race winners and personalities from dirt tracks all across America. Like Wayne Nation on Facebook. Follow Wayne Nation on Twitter. You'll get stories and information and live broadcasts of Wayne Nation shows from some of the top dirt tracks in the nation. Wayne Nation, your home for Wayne Sprint Cars. This week's AutoZone Driver of the Week is Martin Truex Jr. In a moment, he'll preview this weekend's race at Darlington. Has your check engine light come on recently? Then check out the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. One of the highlights about Throwback Weekend at Darlington are the paint schemes drivers pull out. This year, the NASCAR era being celebrated is the early 1990s and Here's what a few drivers have planned. Green flag is in the air and on the break. Daniel Hemrick to the bottom of the racetrack. Yeah, so it's uh, it's based off of uh, Caterpillar's first tractor. It's a really cool paint scheme. It's um, the exact same colors as that tractor was that day. The exact same lettering of Caterpillar, what they use across the grill of that thing. So uh, it was really cool. I just saw the first die cast of it earlier. It looked really, really neat. So pumped to get there and be in it. And Bubba Wallace will pick up the green checkered flag. Oh, I'm excited about the one we're running. You know, having uh, Adam Petty, uh, his throwback scheme, um, and seeing what Victory Junction's really meant to him and, and well, his vision of it and coming, coming to life and, and being able to be a part of that for three, four years now is, is really special. So I'm excited about that. Looks good on our Chevrolet Camaro Z01. Um, just a, you know, it's, it's such a fun weekend, not only for the drivers, but crew members, all the, everybody a part of the race team, um, the fans, you know, they get all into it, the outfits that they wear and everything. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Alex Bullman gets a lead about a half a car length. Tim Richmond throwback. It's like the Folgers 25 car, so looks pretty good. That, that's going to be special, obviously, to be a HMS car, and Tim obviously had a good time. I think that car won last time it was at Richmond, Darlington, excuse me. Hopefully we'll recreate some of that. Joining us now to discuss more of the paint schemes, we'll see and just how much fun the teams are going to have with the throwback theme is our Steve Post. Posty, welcome back to NASCAR Live. Always great to chat, Mike, especially on a big weekend like Bojangles. One of my favorite weekends of the year when we go down there for throwbacks. Nothing like the Southern 500 race weekend. It's been on the schedule for a while. I know it went out west for a while. It came back to Atlanta. It's back in Darlington. And now you have that, just the placement of the race. But then throwback weekend, I know we've been doing this for years, but it seems like every year the teams get more and more creative with the paint schemes and the uniforms. And it's always fun to go back to Darlington. Got a lot of paint schemes that we're going to 
be taking trips down memory lane here when they hit the track this weekend. Yeah, they really are. This has evolved into you know this this theme weekend that we that we see. You know, we saw uh, we we see a lot of that in sports where where there's throwbacks and there's different other themes. And, and Darlington has really taken it to the nth degree. And yeah, I've wondered here like four or five years into this if we would ever lose steam with it. And we don't seem to because of all of the paint schemes and the creativity that the that the drivers and the teams have put together with doing it, whether it's something personal like some of the drivers have gone or whether it's a, it's, it's a nod to one of our champions or even a nod to maybe a more obscure driver. It's always fun. That Friday morning walking through the garage area is just fun because you're, everyone is just gawking at the cars and looking at them. It, it just doesn't get any better than, uh, than, than this weekend down at Darlington. What are some of the schemes that you have seen so far that stick out to you? I, I'm I'm a little bit more into the obscure as far as uh, we we all talk a lot about you know the the Pearsons the Rusty Wallaces and the Dale Jarrett and they're honored with cars. I love what like Kyle Busch's team. Theirs is the Snickers car, but it's a tip of the cap to Bobby Hillen. You know Bobby Hillen Jr., a f- former racer. He, he's not going to be enshrined in Charlotte. But those former racers like that are so much a part of the sport. So I like what uh, the the Gibbs team is doing with that. I, I always love that uh, that JTG Darty Racing, uh, Ryan Priest, he is taking a nod to Ronnie Bouchard with a red and blue number 47 car that looks like one of the cars that Bouchard came down. And, of course, with Priest, it's the connection, the New England connection with, with Ronnie Bouchard. So I like those that have stories that, that, that maybe make us Google Ronnie Bouchard or Bobby Hillen Jr. and and remember those those mid tier drivers. Yeah, Bouchard is a winner, but remember those drivers that maybe weren't the Hall of Fame caliber drivers. So I like those a lot, but then I really like the ones too when you when 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 you go with with our big drivers. What what Penske Racing is able to do with Brad Keselowski because you have the same team. You have the same number. You have the same sponsor. So it's always a different one. And this is one of the black Miller Genuine draft cars that they have for Rusty Wallace. And I think it's, it's, it's fun for us on Motor Racing Network, Mike, because with Rusty being part of it, I know he gets a kick out of it every year to see the various schemes and particularly what, what Roger Penske and that team have put together in and in, in, not him. He gets into it as much as we do. You know, you brought up uh, Joe Gibbs Racing and what uh, Kyle and JGR are doing about Bobby Hillen. Well, what about Denny Hamlin? Denny is going with the old throwback Western Auto paint scheme uh, that Daryl Waltrip made famous back in the early 90s. And that's a paint scheme that he made famous at Darlington, winning the Southern 500 with that. I thought it was pretty awesome to see Denny and and and, and Daryl um, with their unveil out there at Sonoma Raceway earlier this year. That, that Matt, what was it, that, that silver color number yeah. 11, but that... When you see that Western Auto paint scheme, you know exactly what you're looking at, even though FedEx will be on the quarter panels. Obviously. Yeah, the, the, the name is different, but the paint scheme, there's no denying it. And I think, and I think that's what's fun with this is, is part of the buildup. And the excitement that DW had, they, they unveiled this, as you mentioned, in Sonoma, and they did it in Victory Lane during the race weekend out there. And, and while Denny was excited about it, I think DW was more excited about it. So when you can, you can excite our Hall of Famers and our guys that have seen everything, done everything, I think that's neat. So, yeah, that car is just going to look really, really sweet going around the racetrack there. And, yeah, it is a Southern 500 winner. And I, I think that's the fun part about it is, is that you, you get the paint scheme, but then you get a little bit of the understory uh, that, 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 you know, that, that, that is a Southern 500 winning car and, and so much detail with it. So I like that one. David Reagan's doing a David Pearson throwback scene. The black and gold car. I, I, anytime you can do David Pearson at Darlington, you can't go wrong with Pearson down at Darlington either. A couple of others that stuck out to me. Uh, Corey LaJoy is doing the old yeah. Dale Jarrett uh, Nestle Crunch paint scheme. Yep. And the one that's really cool, tip of the cap to Michael McDowell in Front Row Motorsports giving us the old Jimmy Means Alka-Seltzer throwback paint scheme from years gone by. Exactly. That's to the point of this. We know Jimmy as a, as a, as a team owner in the Xfinity Series, but very few remember Jimmy Smut Means, the independent racer <laughs> in that number 52 uh, baby blue Alka-Seltzer car. And, yeah, exactly. And that's the, that's the fun part about this is – Tipping the cap to some of these guys that we know so much about, but then some of the stories, some of the guys, some of the guys that are just, just, just amazing parts of NASCAR history, like a guy like Jimmy Means. So, yeah, that that is that that's a neat one as well. Now, with all this being said, it is Throwback Weekend. 
Uh, those of us here at Motor Racing Network, we are proud to play a role in Throwback Weekend as well. Yes. Uh, stay tuned, folks. I guess this is this is in the radio business what they call a tease because mm-hmm. uh, MRN is going to have a throwback paint scheme as well that will be unveiled, I believe, uh, tomorrow, Wednesday. And so you can go to mm-hmm. MRN.com and see all the details on that. But that that's going to be fun as well. And you could also uh, check out MRN.com. We'll have a full gallery up for you so you can see all the paint schemes that we're talking about. And, of course, come on out to Darlington Raceway this yeah. weekend for the Bojangles Southern 500. See these paint schemes in person. The cool thing about this coming weekend, Posty, is that this is almost like a history lesson on wheels. Not only are you at one of the most legendary racetracks, but you see all of these paint schemes and get all the stories behind them. And you take a trip back to yesteryear as well just by sitting in the racetrack and watching these cars go around it. Yeah, it is. It is really fun. And, and, I, don't, and, I, and I don't envy you turn guys uh, because I <laughs> expect somewhere during the Bojangles 500 to have Bobby Hillen and Tim Richmond racing side by side uh, down the back straightaway. But, yeah, it is. It is just uh, there, there's layer after layer of story involved with all of these paint schemes, and it is. It's a, it's a, it's a rotating around the racetrack history lesson and just so much fun to see everyone get into it, everyone to talk about the legends of the sport. You never know who's going to go back. We were doing the practice show last year and i'm standing there and dave marcus walks by and it's like i you know i forget brian nelson whoever was produced i said you ain't gonna believe this dave marcus is down here well let's grab him let's talk to him and i think that's the fun part is just the 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 people that show up as well and the stories that are told it's it's all part of bojangles southern 500 weekend and it's why it is so special and we're all here at motor racing network looking forward to it appreciate you stopping by we'll look forward to catching up with you at darlington and of course making our usual run to the raceway grill as well yeah boy as our legendary broadcaster barney hall would say yeah boy appreciate it posty coming up we will hear where drivers think a win at darlington ranks and what they're expecting for this weekend and later dale earnhardt jr is returning to the nascar xfinity series we'll talk to his crew chief about the preparation and pressure it's all part of bojangles week on mrn head to bojangles for a cajun filet biscuit with their new pimento cheese. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete. Second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. I have big news. That Bojangles is now adding melty cheddar pimento cheese to their Cajun filet biscuit? Uh, yeah. Bojangles made the perfect biscuit even perfecter. How did you know? You're eating one right now. Mm. Good point. Two southern greats that taste great together. Try Bojangles Cajun filet biscuit with our new pimento cheese. Only here for a limited time. Bojangles, it's bow time, y'all. We preview the Bojangles Southern 500 at Darlington next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Check out MRN.com for a podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Here they come. They're crashing in the back at the line. Mike Skinner wins it. Some wild moments. Brendan Gaughan gets turned around and slams hard into the inside retaining wall. And the stories that go with them. We lost the championship, but there was a lot of ugly things that went on behind the scenes. Ended a lot of friendships, actually, to this day. Download the shows for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. Looking towards the weekend? Aren't Thursdays a drag? Hours too. Get your weekly dose of nitro-fueled NHRA talk every Thursday on the Straight Line, presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Ralph Shaheen. Join Doug Herbert and myself as we talk with the biggest names, both past and present, to ever stomp down on the loud pedal. Top fuel, funny car, pro stock, motorcycles, you name it, we talk about it. Don't miss the Straight Line, Thursdays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever your favorite podcasts are heard. Motor Racing Network presents Building Toward a Championship, presented by Procore. 
Brett Moffitt has won the first two races of the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series playoffs. He says the team is working well together at the right time. Uh, it's big. It's I wouldn't really pinpoint these two wins. I'd pinpoint the last you know month and a half, two months, where we just have kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And uh, I feel like our you know our 24 team here is just uh, you know continuing to to develop and evolve and work better together and, and bring more speed and everyone's digging down deep and working harder than ever and you know it's even though we're in a comfortable spot right now it's not time to let up you know we want to go win vegas and you always got to look forward to the next race and put everything you can into it building toward a championship is presented by procor whether you're a gc a specialty contractor or an owner procor's construction management software is built to help your team stay on budget on schedule and in control no matter what you're building procor can help you finish ahead of the competition Thank you so much for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. Darlington has always been one of NASCAR's biggest races, but as the sport has grown, does the lady in black still hold her value? We asked today's drivers how big a win at Darlington is and why they think the track is so tough. Kyle Ricky has their answer. As NASCAR's elite head to Darlington for a weekend filled with throwback, we ask, how big is a win there? For years, the lady in black has been one of NASCAR's crown jewels, and a highlight on a driver's resume. But with so many tracks and the sports constant evolving, does Darlington still rank as a marquee win? Some drivers still think so. The march to Miami continues for Martin Truex Jr. No question, always will be. Um, it's such a hard race to win. It's so unique, you know, that track is so special and, and such a big part of the history of the sport. Uh, when you win there, it means a lot. I, I was lucky enough to win there in 16, and. Uh, it was, a, it was a big one. It's an awesome race. But it's going to be Brad Keselowski out front, and for the fifth time in his career, Brad Keselowski has won at the Talladega Super Speedway. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's a cornerstone event of our season. It's uh, you know one of those races that I think uh, was part of the foundation of NASCAR, and winning it last year meant a lot to me. And, uh, because of that, exactly. Jimmy Johnson with a five-car length lead comes back to the line for the sixth time. He will win at Auto Club Speedway. So happy it's back, you know, on the schedule where it is. Um, wish it was during the day. That would be a, a more interesting challenge for me and, and the group of guys out there on the track physically. But uh, love the throwback, love that track, love everything about it. I mean, it, it is probably one of the more um, entertaining laps you make as a driver. This new rules package is going to be different, so we'll have to kind of get our arms around that. Um, but I've, I've always loved racing on that racetrack. But a great restart for Chris Buescher. Trying not to uh, to think about the physical aspect of it and, and you know, toll it takes on you. You just go there and enjoy the race and, uh, and try and get some good finishes. So always fun to go. Go back to Darlington. It's a big weekend, throwback, throwback weekend. Uh, it's always exciting to see everybody uh, come and, and show off what they got up their sleeves and uh, and try and get into the thing. Cross the stripe and winning the STP 500 is Kurt Busch. Now Darlington is a snapshot uh, and it is today when you show up you're, you're brought back to the nostalgic feel of how cool uh, things were with, with the way that our sport was growing so fast but yet how old school uh, things were on how it was just a challenge to make the car last you know for the full distance down there and there might be one guy on the lead lap, and second place was 12 laps down because well, they, they had to figure out how to re-weld the track bar back together. Darlington just has that feel. Uh, it's really neat to go there. I tell people all the time that if you're looking for a race that compares to Fenway or to Wrigley Field in baseball or an old uh, you know, stadium for college football or, or the NFL, you, you go to Darlington to get your taste of the Old South and to, to experience what the, what the track looks like and then how the racing is there as well. While others aren't as in love with the old school track. Here comes Bubba Wallace to the inside. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the older guys kind of see that one as more of a highlight and more historic deal. You know, before I was even a part of the sport, I didn't even watch it. So, um, you know, not knocking at all. It's a special place, unique race. I know Southern 500, but for me to sit here and be like, yeah, it's a huge event for myself personally. No, not really. Um, it's just another race for me, but you know, any race is good for me to go out and win, so we're going to keep trying. Boyer with a fender out in front. Darlington is not good to me. I don't know what we do wrong there, what I do wrong there. I'll just fix it right there. I'll take over from here. Darlington is 
everything at Darlington, I've always run well there and up front and, and everything's going fine. It's one of those tracks where you get down to the end and I can't finish the damn thing. We've got to be able to figure that out um, because I really do enjoy the challenge of Darlington. That is an extremely difficult track to get around. Um, it's an animal, you know, trying to stay out of the wall. That's obviously first and foremost, but being able to navigate traffic because you're always in that. We, even if you're the leader, you're in traffic. Um, it's a bear, but uh, a lot of fun. I always look forward to going there. I love the aspect, that old school aspect of those, those fans being, you know, as big as a racetrack is, the infield seems extremely tight. Um, we take the dog out at night and be able to watch people take in our racing. And that's that's one of my favorite things to do is cruise around and, and see how people take our sport and enjoy our sport in different ways. And, you know, it's all aspects, right? Some people enjoy family. Some people are, are uh, they're, they're college buddies. Um, they've got a new college crowd down there in one and two that's super killer for all those guys, throwing a big party for them and um, having a large time as their school's getting back going. But uh, just a... You know, it's always been a special race and, and a challenging race and a lot of fun to go down there as well. Here comes Bowman. He's on the comeback trail. He moves to the inside. I haven't ever done a very good job at it, so obviously too difficult for me, but um, I, I ruined our day there on like lap three last year, so just got to be better than that. You got to be perfect for a long time to make speed there, so um, hopefully we'll be good. Doesn't appear that fuel is going to be a problem for Eric Jones. Off of turn four he comes, he crosses the stripe. Darlington's mentally tough just because the track's so challenging. It's, it's low on grip and it takes a lot to get around that place, so it'll be tough. It's one of my favorite races of the year, though. I like going there and uh, you know, hopefully I have a shot to win. A lot of mixed feelings involved, but whether the drivers like the track or not, it produces great racing. With the track's throwback weekend theme, it has brought some new life into racing there. And some teams go all out with their paint schemes. You can listen to MRN's full coverage of the Bojangles Southern 500 and all the throwback fun starting at 5 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, Alex Hayden talked with Taylor Moyer, who will be the crew chief when Dale Earnhardt Jr. races in the Xfinity race this weekend, about the pressure of his return. And later, we've got some NASCAR history. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic, game changers. Makes me think of Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Finally, a simple, efficient way to quote home insurance. Let's go to Colin, who will now try to say something. Okay, first of all, are you kidding? Never in my life. Okay, when you see stuff like this, look, I'm not the only one who thinks this, although everybody says I am. Well said, Colin. Well, well said. Get right to the point with Home Quote Explorer. It's a game changer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Dealing with car problems? At AutoZone, we've got the free services you need to help you get back on the road. Like our AutoZone Rewards Program. Members get a $20 reward every time they spend $20 or more five times. And if you're looking to reward your engine, start with regular oil changes. They help protect and lubricate your engine parts and keep it running smooth. Visit us at AutoZone.com and start the job fast with free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is back racing in the NASCAR Xfinity Series this weekend. We talk to his crew chief about preparations next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Hey guys, it's Dylan Welch. He's Tyler Burnett. We're the co-hosts of the Rip the Fence podcast. If you like traditional non-wing dirt track racing, we've got the podcast for you. Shane Meal trying to drive away. I can't do everything, but I could do anything and everything I wanted before I got injured. So, Just like many of the great podcasts going, we invite racers in to talk and they tell us their life story. And it's how I feel that matters. It's the Rip the Fence podcast available on MRN.com and your favorite podcast app. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. When Dale Earnhardt Jr. retired in 2017, 
He said he had a few Xfinity races already in the works that he would be racing in the next few years. Well, this weekend in Darlington is one of them. With Dale in the car comes a lot of pressure for the team, including crew chief Taylor Moyer. MRN's Alex Hayden caught up with him ahead of the big Darlington weekend. So Taylor Moyer working here. Uh, what are the challenges of setting up a race car and getting it to, to go fast around an oddly shaped racetrack? Um, I mean, we, we treat it as... We treat it as, we unload treating it as a normal intermediate, and then we kind of work from there for the oddities and the shape. I mean, we know part of the nuance of Darlington is the abrasive surface and the pavement compound and tire fall off. And this series, you're limited. You don't have as many sets of tires as you do in, say, the Cup Series. So you can usually be, I mean, you see much more differential. You see short run cars there, and you see long run cars. And I think you have to kind of figure out where you want to have your car, where you want your car to have your speed when you set it up. Um, I wouldn't say it's a huge challenge. Of course, this will be my first year setting up an Xfinity car there. Um, I've set up some cup cars there and been okay. I've never won. We've run decent. I think some of it was more, uh, we had a rookie driver there last year working with William Byron. That's just a tough, hot, long race for some of those guys. Um, I think me having Dale's experience will help me a ton. You know, he has so much more experience there and he, he has a good feel for what he needs in the car, uh, where and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm just going to approach it like I approach every other weekend, really. How much, being, as you said, your first time setting an Xfinity car up there, how much do you rely on him for his feedback, that being Dale Earnhardt Jr., as far as knowing what you need to do to get a car to go fast and taking his input as well? Sure, yeah, I'll take most of his input and experience to heart. I'm he hasn't been in an Xfinity car there for a little while, and I know the composite bodies and the tire compounds this year are acting a little different than the old steel body cars and the older tires. So with what I do know, you know, I might not take everything. That might not apply everything, but as far as longevity, attitude of the car, and how he needs it to feel in the corners, I'll certainly take all that to heart, which is kind of how I approach every weekend. Um, I'm blessed with a really good team with a lot of experience. I have really sharp engineers, and... I let them focus more on bring me the fastest race car you can bring me. And then my job is more of applying the idiosyncrasies to all my nine different drivers, you know, to that setup. Some things some drivers like, don't like, and I apply it from there and try to maintain as much speed as we can. With Dale as your driver next week, given the events that he's been through over the last couple of weeks, getting ready for this, what types of things are you going to do to try to keep him comfortable inside the race car? Um, I don't think the uh, event last week changed my approach as far as getting him comfortable in the race car i was gonna we focused a ton on getting him comfortable regardless um i know richmond last year is it's a little more i would say of a comfortable track to be in a car uh, we know the xfinity cars are generally a little hotter i've heard you know some of the guys that have run double like chase elliott say the xfinity cars are a lot warmer so i've taken some of the stuff that i driver interior comfort stuff that we knew from when I was at Hendrick with him that he always liked and applied. We've applied that, and we've just had him come sit in the car a lot. Um, you know, I don't want to settle for good enough for interior. I want that to be perfect. I want that to be the last thing on his mind. So, You mentioned the drivers you've worked with, or the number of drivers you've worked with. We'll get to that in a second, but final thought on Dale. Do you feel extra pressure now, given the fact that that's the sport's most popular driver for year after year after year? Do you feel a little extra pressure knowing that so many eyeballs and ears are going to be on this? I don't feel any extra pressure from the standpoint that he's the most popular driver. Um, him and I have, have been hanging out a little bit and working together to really develop that relationship like I do with all my other guys, and I think he just wants me to go out there and do my job and crew chief the car. He's not going to try to crew chief it. He, wants, he, knows, he knows that I know my team uh, and my guys and our abilities pretty well, so he trusts and relies on me for that. I'd say the added pressure comes from at the end of the day, he probably signs my checks, so you want to certainly want to make a good showing. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's... Even if it wasn't Dale, I think Darlington's one of those, one of my favorites. Cool, old track. It's throwback weekend. You, you're allowed to have a little fun. You know, you can mustache it up or mullet it up, whatever you got to do. So it'll be fun. I know it means a lot to him, the, the paint scheme and everything. And him and I have actually recently found some common ground that we didn't even know about as far as his past racing experience and where I currently live, which is kind of cool. And come together on that. And just go down there, have fun, put it together. Right? At the end of the day, we still work on race cars for a living. We don't work construction or farm, so we're pretty blessed as it is. I understand how that goes perfectly. So you mentioned the, the number of different drivers you've worked with. What are the challenges of having a different driver with their different field, their different wants out of a race car? What are those types of challenges for you? 
I think some of the biggest, I mean, there's challenges and advantage. I think some of the bigger challenges this year is if you have a really good race with one, you'd like to have them the next week to keep the momentum going. And sometimes they don't have them until six weeks again. So Xfinity schedule, limited tire sets, and short practices, sometimes it takes all of us P1 just to get get him back up to speed. And that doesn't, you know, that applies to, like, the Ryan Priest who comes out of the cup car, which is, they drive so different now. Lift points are different. All the way down to the Zane Smith going to some new tracks. When we had Truex at Kentucky, he hadn't been at a mile and a half since Homestead the, the, the past year. And he's like, everything just seems very fast right now. So I think whatever we can do to just keep him calm, um, keep him calm. And we always try to go in with a good practice plan so we can really differentiate is, is gains or losses in speed. Is it the driver or is it the actual car or is it tire cycles? Um, it, hasn't, it hasn't been as big of a deal as I thought it was going to be. You know, I've got really sharp guys. Uh, got guys from all different walks of life so as I get to know them you know what their race car knowledge is some guys are just pure driver feel guys and they don't care to they don't know any piece of part of the car and they don't care to right the cold trickle thing and the other guys are Ryan Priest he could build the whole car from the ground up so you just every week you go I go back to my notes when I have them and then I go back to the last set of notes when I was at that track which for most of this year has been none because never been to some of these places and we just try to make them up and go forward from there. Do you like to work with drivers who've got a ton of experience, like a Regan Smith or like a Dale Earnhardt Jr., or do you like the challenge of the young type of driver, like a Zane Smith, for instance, that you mentioned, who has limited experience in stock cars? Yeah, he's run ARCA, and yeah, he's run some other things, but relatively limited experience. Which do you prefer? Um, I, it's kind of a loaded question. I think if you went to like a straight-up intermediate, a Charlotte, a Kansas, a Chicago, some of the less driver nuanced tracks, I'd probably just take the young kid and let him rip. Like, it's... It's hard to get a driver to speed up. It's a little easier to slow him down. Some of the driver nuance tracks where there's some things people have never felt, it just comes from experience. Like, Justin's great. We lean on Justin a lot because he can tell. He'll Zane will listen to him when he says, hey, that negative G-load you feel into the entry of one at Bristol, like, you're going to feel that. That's not a setup thing. That's every setup out here, you know? So I, th I think it. I like to have the really ex experienced guys when the tracks are more driver-specific for sure. Um, but I also, I do enjoy, I, I enjoy the young gung-ho, I don't care how fast I go, no concern for their own health type of guys too, right? Like, we're racing, let's go, put the throttle down, don't whine, let's race. Like I like that attitude. The Justin he was referring to, by the way, is Justin Allgaier. Final question with Justin Allgaier being part of the team and his experience, how important is it for you to, to send your younger drivers to Justin and get that type of feedback? Yeah, I send them to Justin a lot. I, I've never driven a car. Who am I to tell them some certain things? I did a lot of, like, driver engineering the last two years, like looking at cup data, and I was a data guy before that, so I've seen a lot of throttle and brake traces, but still, like, I don't, I've never driven one. So when I can when I can send them to Justin, I feel like a lot of times they'll go, to talk, they'll go talk to Justin, they're like, oh, he feels the same thing I do. Okay, I'm not crazy. Or, oh, man, I realize I'm overdriving the corner. Or, under driving the corner. So I use Justin. He's been great. He We use him a lot. Thanks, Alex. Best of luck to Dale Jr. and the entire team this weekend. Coming up, we hear a piece of the new Jeff Gordon podcast and some NASCAR history. Coming up is the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Has your check engine light come on recently? Then check out the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone. AutoZone. G'day America, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right, Outback Delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback Delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse, Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Time now for the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Has your check engine light come on recently? Then check out the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Now, back to Mike Bagley. 
Welcome back to NASCAR Live, the latest episode of MRN Presents. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior, goes into Jeff's life after retirement and how he hasn't slowed down at all. All right, so the question remains, am I going to miss it? There's no doubt uh, there have been some incredible moments and experiences that will be impossible to duplicate in the next chapter of my life. I think there was a little concern at first over how Jeff and Daryl would get along. You know, anytime you have multiple champions with multiple wins at every track we go to and records that each driver set, there's opportunity for conflict. Yeah, DW's been a great supporter of mine. I mean, we text one another back and forth long before this uh, partnership with Fox ever came about. And, you know, all I can say is it's just a, a respect. Um, you know, I, I got a chance to race with him and, and um, still see him be very competitive on the track as well as what kind of a, a person he was as, and a spokesperson for the sport. You have to learn by doing. There's really no way to prepare for that. Uh, but we knew that, that Jeff had the information and a way to explain it that was interesting. He, Rick said to me, he said, are you coming to Indianapolis? And I said, yeah, I am. I'm coming on Saturday. He goes, well, you better bring your uniform. And I said, well, what are you talking about? And he said, and he started telling me you know, about what was going on. I was like, you're messing with me. I know you're messing with me. You're not telling, you know, and, and, you know, I knew right away the seriousness after that, that he wasn't joking, that it was serious. That episode is out now, and you can listen to all the previous episodes of MRN Presents. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior, wherever you find podcasts. All right, folks, it's that time of the week for some NASCAR history, and Susie Armstrong has it. Susie? Thanks, Mike. This week, we throw back to 1982. The group Survivor rose above all rivals, fighting its way to the top of the charts with the Rocky Three theme, Eye of the Tiger. Contract disputes knock out Dukes, Tom Wopat and John Schneider, better known as Bo and Luke Duke, sending the popular duo packing from the CBS hit, The Dukes of Hazard. And Daryl Waltrip put up his Dukes, holding off Bobby Allison in the closing laps to win the Bush 500 at Bristol Motor Speedway. White flag for Waltrip. Allison in hot pursuit, about six car lengths to go. Lap traffic will be a factor. Here is Waltrip in the back stretch for the last time. James Hilton on the bottom of the racetrack. Waltrip goes up around him. He will have to get by Daryl Sage in turn three. It's five car lengths to the head for four. Waltrip coming off the fourth corner. Bobby Allison comes close, very close, about five car lengths as they cross the line, and Waltrip will win the Bush 500. 1988. Guns N' Roses have an appetite for success as Sweet Child of Mine takes the lead on the rock charts. Boxing champion Mike Tyson takes the battle outside the ring, scrapping on the street with arch rival Mitch Green. Coming of age sitcom The Wonder Years brought home the best comedy Emmy, while the grown-up drama 30-something nabbed the 40th primetime dramatic Emmy title. And Dale Earnhardt nearly swept all categories in Thunder Valley, leading 220 laps at Bristol on his way to victory in the Bush 500. is out. One more lap to go. They'll draw around league speed into turn one. Earnhardt takes it high up on the racetrack in turn number one. On to turn number two. Here's Elliott again looking down on the low side. On the back straightaway Elliott takes a low groove going into turn three. He's got the inside groove. Has he got the stuff? No, he does not. He'll take a shot at it, but Earnhardt will win the Bush 500. Elliott will finish second. 1994, Disney rules the music aisle as the Lion King soundtrack outpaces the rest of the pack. VP Al Gore was hardly MVP in a friendly game of b-ball, sustaining injuries that ultimately required surgery. Oliver Stone's Natural Born Killers took movie audiences down a dark path, and Natural Born Thriller, Rusty Wallace, led the pack around the grueling high banks of Bristol in the Goodies 500. White flag in the air, one half mile to settle the Goodies 500. Kent Schrader just ahead of the leader, Rusty Wallace, in turn two. Wallace pinches it down to the inside lane of the track. He'll go to the inside of Kent Schrader. Mark Martin is there. Can't go much lower. He's right up on the rear deck of Rusty. Wallace has the horses. He has the handling as well. Rusty Wallace wins. Mark Martin comes home in second spot. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. We appreciate it. That's going to put a wrap on the show this week. 
we'd like to thank Taylor Moyer, crew chief for Dale Jr. in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, and all the drivers we spoke with in this show. And for the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us as well. We are excited to get to Darlington for the Mojangle Southern 500. We hope you join us there as well. If not, join us next week right here for more NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.